Well, good morning. Good to have you with us. Thank you for choosing to come to church this morning and uh, being part. We're part King's Church, a part of just a terrific number of churches in Mid-Sussex, people that we know and love. So this is one church of many great churches in the area of all sorts of different denominations and persuasions, you know, Anglican, Methodist, you know, all sorts of different, too many to name, but we are so glad that you've chosen to come here this morning. Now, I know in those moments when somebody says, oh, why don't you talk to somebody next to you? You know, it's not always what you want to do. So I always try and, and give a kind of get out. But you can have those awkward social moments, can't you? I, I had one uh, yesterday, day before yesterday. Um, we, you might have heard on the video, we run something here called the Alpha Course. Alpha is a fantastic way of finding out more about the Christian faith. And uh, both Tracy and Mark on the video have been part of our Alpha. I know many of you have here. And one of the, I was walking, I live in Haven City, so I was walking through town. And I spotted an old friend who'd been a guest on Alpha. And he works for the, he's a young guy in his 20s. He works for uh, our local authority. So he's out uh, doing a brilliant job cleaning, like, you know, weeds from the pavements and doing all those fantastic sort of flower displays on the roundabouts. He, he does all that sort of stuff. So I'm walking down the road, and the guys are out there. And I think, oh, brilliant. So I got to him. I thought, I'll surprise him. He's bending over, digging out some weeds. I went up to him, and I said, hello, handsome, like that. <laughs> and he looked up, and it wasn't him. <laughs> So this complete stranger just looked at me and said, you all right? <laughs> and then I kind of explained the awkwardness of the situation. I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought it was this friendly word. So, and then his mate came up. So I looked at him and said, oh, hello, handsome. And he was. Um, just saying. So uh, if you've, maybe you had a moment like that this morning, I don't know. Hopefully it wasn't, it wasn't too awkward. So summer's here. And uh, this morning I'm going to take a few moments just to look at a couple of things that Jesus said in the Bible. And um, if you want to uh, read it in, in your own Bible, you can. It's from Matthew chapter 11. Uh, the words in a moment are going to come up on the screen. As I said, I'm going I'm to read them. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28 to 29. So what we do each week is we have the Christian karaoke. We've done that bit. So uh, where the band come up and we sing along. And that's called worship. So the reason that we sing is because we just think God is amazing. And I loved seeing Tracy getting baptized. Tracy, that was amazing. Uh, and I'm so looking forward to seeing the next service, seeing Mark get baptized and saying that we're... we're we know Jesus, he's transformed our lives. And it makes us want to sing. And that's what worship is about. And that's why we sing. But also week by week, we spend just a few moments to look uh, at a short few verses of what this book says, the Bible. And that's what we're going to do now. So I'm, I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28. These are the words of Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus the Son of God, Jesus who's transformed Tracy's life and Mark's life and my life. The same Jesus that came down from heaven 
lived on this earth a pure, sinless life. The same Jesus who was crucified for my sin and yours, the same Jesus who rose again after three days and then ascended back to heaven. It says, this Jesus that I know is praying for me and for you right now. That's, these are the words of this Jesus that I'm going to read to you now. Matthew 11, verse 28. Some of you will know these. Some of you will never have heard this before. But Jesus said this, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. You might wonder what that means. Well, in agricultural settings, particularly in Jesus' time, there would be oxen with a wooden bar that would join them together. Jesus is saying, take my yoke, be yoked with him. Take my yoke upon you, learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. Don't you love that? I love the message version of the words of Jesus. Jesus said this, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, Jesus says, and you'll, you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it, is what Jesus says. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. What amazing words. I love those words of Jesus. So as we, we come into this summer season, summer's a kind of weird time. I know for, for some of you that are here, maybe you've just finished university, college, or school, and it's that moment where there's an exciting prospect of several weeks without studying, several weeks of some form of break from your routine. For others, maybe that's also a moment when we come into the summer months when you think you're going to take some sort of break. But there's other people, you come to the summer, well, there's no holiday. It's just life goes on the same. It's not a given that everybody goes on holiday or even can afford to. But in these moments, often there's an emphasis of summer's here. Come on, let's, let's, let's rest and relax. I'm really fortunate in that uh, I'm married. Oh, really unfortunate. I mean, look at me. You know, this is my face now. I couldn't tell the difference between my face now and my face earlier on the screen with the aging app. Uh, but we're, we're fortunate in that my wife, she's originally from Devon, and her parents live in North Devon. So when we visit them, it's a beautiful part of the world. I wonder if, if Megan, you could put this slide up. This is us last week learning to fly. It was amazing. We went to this place where you could fly. Clearly not. We were just jumping. But there's that, you've got to say that, because other people said, really? There's a place where you can learn to fly? So that is us on holiday last week, in, enjoying ourselves. Now maybe as you come into the summer, this is your perception of what should be happening. No, well, not that, clearly. You probably don't want to do that. It's all a bit crazy. So uh, just to say, uh, one of those people is my son, Jack. The other one, Lucy, who was on stage just now. So we're coming into this enjoyable season 
Oh, you're shaking your head. Why are you shaking your head? Why is that? Are you embarrassed? Do you want me to really embarrass you? <laughs> Who wants me to really embarrass Lucy? <laughs> you bad, bad people. You're in church this morning. You're picking on this young girl, and I'm embarrassing her now. So there's these moments in the summer when we, when we think about rest, and Jesus actually talked about us having rest. Well, you see, one of the things I love to do I don't think I'm alone in this. I do like to have a nap. Does anybody else here like to have a nap? I like, Jim likes to have a nap. Now, I, I do like to have a nap, but one of the unfortunate things is that when I nap sometimes, I look like I've died, as you can see from this picture. <laughs> Same holiday, the excitement of jumping and learning to fly just got too much for me, and that is me afterwards, all right? I know it's not a pretty sight, but I do love to nap, and I'll, I'll take opportunities. It all just gets a bit too much sometimes, I'll have a nap. So here's, a, here's another example of me having a nap. Now, this is the sort of family I have. I've been working hard, I'm on the sofa, I'm absolutely worn out. I think that was a Sunday afternoon, you know. Maybe I've been preaching my heart out, and I'm just having a sleep on the sofa, and they, they all creep around and take the selfage poster, uh, picture, the selfie. And then there's this one as well. This was when I had to be restrained on a flight. <laughs> I mean, it really does look like that, doesn't it? It looks like I've been put in a straitjacket for the safety of myself, the passengers, and the crew. Bizarre, isn't it? And I, 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 don't, I don't know what you're like when, when, you, when you want to have a rest. I, I just find myself just, I, I do get really, really tired. Um, and... Life can be tiring sometimes. So I remember, because if, if you're a Christian here today, a Christian is somebody that's got a relationship with God through Jesus. If you read books about Christians in the past, they, one of the things I realized, they used to get up really, really early to pray. So if you want to be a proper Christian here this morning, you've got to get up early to pray. But the thing is, I don't like getting up early, really. So I was reading all these books about famous Christians through the years, we've got up early to pray. And I remember I, used, I, so I said to a friend of mine, why don't we meet at half four in the morning to pray? Because that's what these godly people did. So we used to meet and we pray, which is actually, that's a really, really good thing. But by about 11 o'clock, I was finished. So I can remember I was at my desk. This is not in this office. It was in a previous office I worked. I was at my desk in our church office. And I just could not keep my eyes open. So I'm at my desk, and I'm literally like that. And I don't know how long I was there, but it was somewhere when I saw it, it was winter. <laughs> no. Uh, I was there for a while, and then there was, there was the doorbell went. I was the only one in the office. And I remembered I had an appointment with somebody. And I went downstairs. It was this friend of mine called Baldo, a Sikh friend I had. And open the door. And you know that moment when you open the door and somebody looks at you and then they look like that. You know that thing, like if you had a dodgy haircut. You know when you look at somebody and then you look up at their hair and you try not to, but you're looking, doing that thing where your eyes go up. So I look at him and he goes like that. I think, why is he going like that? And I realize that I must, my head must have been on something, I don't know, a stapler or something on the desk which had imprinted... <laughs> 
this mark on my forehead, which is just bizarre. Anyway, we got over it. But life can be exhausting. Life can be so tiring. How, Jesus gives us this opportunity, says, you can recover your life. Do you feel like sometimes you need to recover your life because of the pressures that are pushing in on you? You may be physically tired, maybe through ill health, maybe through you know, having young kids, maybe through overwork, maybe through all sorts of reasons, but the stresses and strains of life can push in on us. Life can be so exhausting. Jesus asked the question, are you tired? Are you worn out? He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. You see, the context of what Jesus was saying, because we never sort of like just pluck a bit out of the Bible. It's always, we want to read it and see, what was Jesus, who was he speaking to at the time? Well, he was speaking to a crowd. You may have heard of the, uh, the expression from the Bible called the Sermon on the Mount. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's when Jesus went up on a mountainside and he started to tell people uh, some things about himself and about God. Well, a little bit of background. The people that he spoke to were, were Jewish people. They had this... Jewish faith and religion and belief in God. I don't know if you know this, but there were 613 rules that people had to keep to obey the, uh, the Old Testament law that, that was given to Moses. 613 they had to keep. And if you broke one of those, it's like one break and, and you're out. That's going to cause a problem between you and and God, that was, that's what they believed. Now, not only did they have 613 laws that they had to keep, but the religious leaders of the day added thousands more to help them to keep those 613. And that's the context. So Jesus, in the Sermon on the Mount, he says this, well, you've heard it said, do not murder. That's one of the commandments, ten commandments actually, you've heard it said don't murder, but it says but I say this to you if you have anger in your heart to paraphrase Jesus, if you have anger in your heart, if you even sort of like just cuss out somebody, if you like you know you're driving a camel down the road and another camel cuts you up I don't know if Jesus actually said that but you, you get them, you know and you you feel hatred and anger in your heart. He said, you've actually murdered somebody just by the thought. Or he said, what, what about adultery? You've heard it said, he said, Jesus. He says, you've heard it said, he's referring to the law. You've heard it said, do not commit adultery. He said, I say to you, if you even look with lust at another woman, lust in your heart to not committing adultery, if you even look with lust, you have committed adultery. Oh, it must have been so hard. So they've got all these rules already. They're feeling heavy burden and laden. 
They've got all these rules and regulations, and then Jesus comes. They thought he was good news, the way he loved people, cared for people. And then suddenly he's saying these things that seem to be making it even harder somehow to have a relationship with God. And you see, that's the context. But then he says this. Your heavy burdens come to me. In other words, what he's saying is, you will never, ever be able to fulfill 613 laws. You will never, ever be able to fulfill the thousands beyond that. And look, I want to say to you, actually, the standard is even higher than those rules and regulations that people have dumped on you and said, right, for you to be right with God, you've got to be like this. And this is what he says. Are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me, Jesus said. Get away with me. You will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Come to me, Jesus said. All you are weary and burdened, I will give you rest. The yoke I spoke about, he said, take my yoke on you because it's easy. Come on, let's throw all these laws to one side. I'm going to make life easy and good for you. Wow. You know, sometimes we can feel like we've got to be something. And deep down, maybe that isn't who we are. Let me put this, this picture up, Megan. I, I took this, this photo in 1982. You might recognize the guy in the flying, in, in the pilot seat. That's uh, Prince Andrew, part of the royal family. So many of you weren't even born in 1982, but in 1982, Prince Andrew uh, had been uh, flying his uh, naval helicopter in the Falklands War, and he just got back, and he saw action in the Falkland Islands, and you know there was a moment in the nation there. And I was at a Biggin Hill at an air show. And I thought, I, I want to get some photographs. Now, I was studying photography at the time. I was uh, a student and wanted to uh, get some decent photos. But inevitably, when you go to these events, there's thousands, I don't know, there's 40,000, 50,000 people there. I thought, I'm never going to, you know, he was a speck in the distance. So I thought, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to pretend to be something I'm not. So I thought, I'm going to pretend that I'm a paparazzi photographer. So what I did was, I, when the police weren't looking, I jumped over the barriers and slipped in amongst the crowd of photographers. And it was great. There was, you know, a crowd around the plane and we're all taking pictures. And I remember somebody like looking at me and saying kind of, who are you with? And I'm like, I'm with the Ashcom School Gazette or whatever it was, you know. And there's this moment and, you know, I got some, this is one of many pictures that I got, which, you know, I was really, really pleased with. But then there was another moment came where I felt a tap on my shoulder. And it was a very large gentleman with one of those pointy helmets on, with <laughs> the Metropolitan Police, basically. And he said, should you be here? And I said, well, yeah, I'm one of the photographers. And he said, have you got a press pass? So I said, yeah, 
And I showed him my library ticket. <laughs> At which point, I was escorted away. And I've only just got out of prison. <laughs> but, but doesn't life feel like that sometimes? When you go to your office and you feel you've, you've got to put on something... You've got to try and maybe impress. I know when I worked in the city, that's what I did. I bought the best suits I could, so somehow I would give an impression of this is who I was. Or maybe if you're lucky enough to have your own home, you think, right, I've got to have this sort of kitchen or this sort of new furniture in the house. So somehow my lifestyle will say something about me to other people. But deep down, you know that actually... Maybe that's not fully who you are. Or when you meet people, you want to give a certain impression. So you'll say some things about yourself, you won't say other things about yourself. Why, why do I know this? Because I've done it. But that can get so tiring. It can make us so weary. We can feel sometimes when we're found out we get caught red-handed. Let's read again what Jesus said. He says, are you tired with this? Are you worn out with it? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. Do you know, when I came to know Jesus, I realized this. He wasn't interested in me keeping rules. He wanted a relationship with me. He's not interested in you coming to church or being good. Because look, believe me, you will never keep all the rules that are in God's law. The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of God's perfect standard, his glory. You will never keep the rules, but Jesus kept them for you. And he said, you know what? If you come to me, take my yoke. My yoke and my burden is this. You are free to walk with me. The burdens can be lifted. You can find true rest for your souls. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. He says, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Come to me. Have a relationship with me. So you'll, you'll never be able to obey the rules. You'll never be able to do it. So if you're here this morning and maybe you've been coming to ch this church for years and you think, do you know what? I don't know if I can do this. Well, you can't. But Jesus says this, come to me you're weary and burdened about and walk with me and we can work it out walk with me and work with me you'll never be able to do it without him I don't know if you know this but um, 17 minutes past 8 on the 20th of July so that would have been yesterday but 50 years ago 17 minutes past 8 in the evening was the first time a man set foot on the moon 50 years ago 
Amazing. Amazing achievement. I've been listening to some podcasts about it. It's just absolutely incredible how, how they did it. But you see, one of the things about when you watch the old footage of people walking the moon is they don't walk sort of like we walk. Are, are you one of these people that just finds the pace of life a bit much sometimes? It's interesting when you look in the Bible, Jesus never ever ran anywhere. He just walked. And I wonder whether we, as we read those verses, we need to take a leaf out of Jesus' book when he says, why don't you walk with me? I wonder if we need to slow down. See, because when they're on the moon, Neil Armstrong's going down the ladder and he lands on the moon and there's this moment where they're walking. Like I'm actually there. <laughs> Just one small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. I'm on the moon. How did that happen? I thought I was going to preach. <laughs> Yippee, we made it. Oh, and you slow down. Maybe Jesus is saying to you today, stop rushing about. Be more astronauts. That probably just looked strange. <laughs> to explain if you're watching this on YouTube, that was my attempt to be like somebody walking on the moon. What is it that God is saying to you today about what he wants for you? You can race around like crazy. You can race around like crazy as a Christian thinking I need to do this, I need to do that, I've been asked to do this, I've been asked to do that. What is it that God is saying to you? Jesus is saying to you. Because he's saying, why don't you walk with me? Come with me. When you put your faith and your trust in Jesus, he will help you to take the steps you need to take to fulfill all the good things he has for you. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. See, when you come to know Jesus, there's a pace that he goes at. And look, he doesn't go in slow motion always. Sometimes things are slow. But it's a pace that Jesus wants you to walk at with him. And if you slow down to be with him, he'll help you to walk with him. If you take the pace of Jesus, you will know the peace of Jesus. If you run around like a headless chicken, you won't know that. So what can I say in summary? Jesus is offering us rest. He's saying if you're weary and burdened, if you're tired of religion and trying to get it right all the time, but feeling like you get it wrong all the time, he's saying you can come to him and you will find rest. You will find rest for your souls you will be able to get away and recover your life and he will show you how to take real rest. In a moment, I'm, I'm going to pray 
But I wonder if I could invite the band back up. We're going to sing in a moment.